Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Other Page Radio, brought to you by Triad Veterans League. I'm so happy to be here today. We're at WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Wow, boy, you've been hearing about the work that's being done around health in our community. And I mean, they stepping up, not playing with it. We're getting the information out there. We're getting a healthier community. And one of the main entities that's doing this, some of the staff is here today. Whittier Street Community Health Center. 617-427-1000. That's the number to call if you need some help. There's always someone there to direct you to the department, and we got some of the members there, and we're going to just welcome them to the Elder Page Radio. Hello, Whittier Street Community Health Center family. How's everybody? Good. Hello. Oh, look at that. That was a healthy response. I like that. I like that. And uh, how's everything going for you? Uh, take you one by one. What names, please? Uh, my name is Lamar Booth. Okay. And I'm a community health worker at Whittier Street Health Center. Thank you so much. Next. My name is Jay Hilton. I'm a high-risk case manager. All right. Next. Louis Myers. I'm working the men's health department. Louis Myers, how you been? Still breathing. Good. And <laughs> next after that? Uh, Rukia Ali, uh, community relations. Thank you so much, sister. We know each other. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. I want to start off with just saying congratulations to a coordinated effort by the President Frederick M. Williams, who uh, has run this program for quite some time, man, and she is trying to include everybody in the community to understand that good health is possible, and she couldn't do it without a coordinated effort by you guys. So I'm going to start off with you, Jay. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing in the community, your department, please. Sure. Um, in our department, it's called IDSP. It stands for Infectious Disease and Special Populations. We work with a unique group of people in the community who are either HIV positive or positive for hepatitis C. And we link them to care and um, to providers in Whittier Street or in surrounding healthcare um, in partnership with other healthcare providers. And part of our work is meeting them, meeting uh, clients where they're at, whether that's um, in their journey with substances or um, in their um, where they're at with diagnosis. Some people are just receiving their initial diagnosis, and that's really difficult. So we have counselors, mental health professionals, um, and um, uh, we're able to guide people through the entire journey of from initial diagnosis through treatment and continuing care. How's that going? It's uh, it's a really challenging and rewarding work. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. um, we have right now, we have 85 clients in case management for HIV, and uh, most of our clients are doing really well. It's a difficult work because some people, <clears throat> some people struggle to adhere to their treatment regimen, mm-hmm. and that's part of the work, is making sure that people stay in, in care and adhering to their care. How is it uh, with working with people that are living at home with families? I mean, how, what are you doing, if anything, with the families to uh, relieve their stress and improve their coping skills? So that's an interesting question. So respecting people's privacy with healthcare is, is also really important. So some people are not um, haven't disclosed their status to family members. Okay. So that's also something that we do is. Um, working with our clients about having those conversations about disclosure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that itself is another journey. So all of our case managers were all trained to have those discussions with people about 
how to talk about um, HIV status with um, sex partners and with family members and learning about how to have that conversation, when to have the conversation, when the time is right, how to have it in a safe way, um, and when to know. We want to to thank you for, Jerry, for that information because there was a time when uh, HIV AIDS was so uh, devastating, you know, and now people are becoming more educated. I'm sure that Woody has made a major contribution to that, you know, and uh, my being a worker, outreach, and uh, community health, uh, I know it's been a struggle, but it seems as though you are doing what needs to be done. And so next I want to go to Mr. Booth. Yes, Mr. Sir. Booth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, buddy. I mean, come on now. Yeah. We're talking about a man that's out there trying to get people to understand that they can improve them Sells health-wise. Come yeah. on, Mr. Booth. Yes, sir. Well, my job is to go out. Usually it's down in the mile in any place where they have people that are actually involved in uh, serious need of help. Risky behaviors, huh? Risky. And we try to go in there, man. I, we never try to tell them what they can't do. What we try to do is just show them a better way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Harm reduction is our specialty, so if you're using needles and things like that, we always try to tell you that, hey, man, we got clean needles for you. We got clean pipes for you. We got clean whatever it is that you need. Help you get clean thoughts. Yes. Yeah, come on now. And then if you want to go and try to get to a detox center, I'll stop when I'm doing right then and there, man, and take you to where you need to go to try to get there. Uh-oh. Because you never know the day that a person really is fed up with what they're doing and they want to make a change. They want to see how serious you are. when You say, come on, let's go. And when they say they want to make that change, you have to go with them on that day at that time because mm-hmm. anything after that, somebody could walk up and tell them a story about what they got, what they're getting ready to do, come on with me. You got to save them when you can save them. Well, I got to tell you this right here before I go to Mr. Myers. Uh, Lamont, you and the crew, man, I've been seeing you guys for a few years now, man, and you made an impact in our community and helping people decide if they want to be thinkers or stinkers. You know, so congratulations, you know, on your output in that area. I applaud you for that. You know, you're from the community. We know you a while, and uh, we're proud of you. And I appreciate that. Okay, Mr. Myers, Mr. Myers is here. Mr. Myers, please. Hey, I'm Louis Myers from the Men's Health Department. And uh, my main focus is on the reentry folks that's coming in. And uh, we go out to the uh, Brook House, Coolidge House, and various different houses. And we try to encourage the folks that are returning citizens that are, they're not alone. When we come, mm-hmm. we visit them, we tell them that we have resources, and we do kind of direct them to where they need to go. And if it's dealing with uh, primary care doctors, uh, mental health, all that kind of stuff that they could use, we try to encourage them to use that. Um, we're not, uh, we, I, my focus, I like to let them know that they're not alone. They have someone to talk to. So my goal is to encourage them to kind of get back into society and learn to uh, live life, you know, on life's terms. Did you say something about uh, referring them to resources? Yes. Okay. We have, at, at Whittier Street, we have a various amount of resources. Mm. We have the insurance, primary care, dental, eyes, uh, mm. mostly, uh, basically anything that does with health, and we like to call it quality health at Whittier. We want to mm. give you quality health, and we try to make sure we give them the option to please take care of your health. That's our goal is to make sure you, we take care of our health. You have an ongoing assessment process for these people? Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. And, and once um, once we, they are signed in with Whittier, we, then we can put them into all the different positions, uh, places that they need to go for help. Okay. 
Right. They have a good. brand new gym that they really like to use. A brand new gym? Did you say a brand new gym? Well, yeah. with old basketballs or new basketballs? <laughs> Everything. Yes. Okay, all that, right. That's a winner for them. They love that. So. Right, right. Well, you know, get some activities to get rid of some of that frustration, amen? Most yeah. definitely. So, Most you know, we always save the best for last. You know, we got the lady in the house. One other thing, I didn't mean to cut you off right quick. Yes, you but did, but we, I'm going to get back to you because I'm ready talking to the lady now. Okay, all right. I'm going to get right back to you, brother. Hey, I got you. You can't make that lady wait. How you doing, sister? Got you. Eli Ali. Yes, Come sir. on, uh, you know, I let them talk about what they do, but it's got to be coordinated. Yes, uh, I mainly do work with the public housing and also some schools. So we, I will focus more about the uh, COVID-19 vaccines. We have been working with the housing for a long time. So when it was needed, uh, we linked to the uh, mobile van clinic for testing, again, for taking the vaccine, and still we are doing the same. We have sites that the uh, mobile vaccine will go community knows them. They are doing the flu shots. They're doing the new vaccine now. And we go where they are, our community, and they always call us when it's needed. Mm -hmm. And how do you think that's going? It's going great. Majority of the people may not uh, make an effort to come to their, to go to their doctors and get the vaccine, the flu. So, But once they uh, see that the van is there for them. A lot of people are coming in, uh, not only vaccines, but also there's nurses, wherever they need to take their blood pressure, to see the whatever is concerns they have for their health okay. is being taken care of. Well, that's wonderful. And we also link them to care to come to Whittier if they are new patients. Mm -hmm. And we navigate and advocate for them Mm -hmm. Outside Whittier, if the need is, like as Mr. Lewis said, the need is more like more into not only health, but also social activities or the needs they have. Right. So we always prefer uh, to them to other places. When it is like, I would say, for example, DTA or SSI or all the offices. So Whittier is a, is a health clinic, but they do work that is also not only con for health focus, but for people's lives. They do health and help. Yes, help. Yeah, it's yes, always yeah. there. All right. Uh, Brother Lamont, you was getting ready to say something. You wanted to add something? Uh, to go say yeah, I was going to add that um, on the side of Whittier Street Health Center, they've made a new um, engagement center. Mm -hmm. So what it is is that if people don't have a place to go in the daytime, they can go there from like 8 to 4 mm -hmm. to use computers, get meals, stay warm, they have TVs, they have counselors and stuff there. So it, it's easier for them in the wintertime without being cold, having a place to go to. And they're getting ready to open up at nighttime for longer hours so people have some place to go and don't have to congregate in the streets. Right, right. that's a good thing. And so I just want to interject uh, my conversation with some of the staff over at Whittier Street. That Triad Veterans League is going to be coming in with the Veterans uh, Sunrise Program, where we're going to be talking about building uh, bridges for our veterans through programming that's already available at uh, Whittier Street. Whittier Street has been an innovator and a creator for health improvements since I've been involved with them. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful to be here today talk a little bit about that, but I wanted to, Brother Myers to know that one of the activities that we're going to be bringing with the Veterans Sunrise Program is chess. Mm. You know, because I know he's a chess master. <laughs> and so we're looking forward to his participation. We're going to take a little break right now. We'll be right back. This is the other page radio of Tried Veterans League. Our guests today are members of the staff up with your street community health center. We'll be right back. Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. 
As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. Back again, back again. My friends are here. And gotta like stress the uh, importance of our public service announcements. And when we put them on, we ask you to let us get through that, and we'll resume the conversation after PSAs. And if you brought your phone in here and it's on, I would appreciate it if you would, you know, cut it off because it comes through the broadcast, and we don't want to miss anything because of some other sound that's not supposed to be on right now. Again, uh, we are so happy and proud of the work that is being done by Whittier Street Community Health Center because, you know, you look around, you don't see too many facilities that are uh, are honored to do the work in the community because people are not sensitive to what needs to be done. And you people represent, the staff at Whittier Street represents that sensitivity that we need to have because when you see these young men and some young women that's out in our community, they're serious because our health is very important. We got COVID-19, COVID-25, COVID-37, you know, and people are not paying any attention. HIV is not on the decline. It's on the rise. You know, we're not getting the support. And then when you get support, you got to appreciate it. You got to acknowledge it. I'm so glad you're here, everybody. We're going to go back to Brother Myers and talk a little bit about the men's health program, but you didn't mention the women's uh, health. What's up with that? Uh, we do have women also, but my primary is with the men. But uh, We, we do are, have women, though, right? Of course. We incorporate, we have the monthly meetings that we encourage the men and the women to come. It's the last Friday of every month, mm-hmm. and um, we encourage all folks to come and take part of it. It's, we have doctors coming in and speaking with us. We have other guests that come in and speak on de- various different issues, mm-hmm. and they, they get a chance to speak back also, so we kind of ex- exchange exchange ideas, and um, very, very, I find it very genuine, and it's mm-hmm. very improvement. I know so, one thing, I know one, thank you so much, Mr. Myers. I know this much. I know that HIV is one of the most stigmatizing health experience that one could have. And I got to tell you, man, I know that that lady, Frederica M. Williams, has done a lot of work in that area. And when I came over there the last time, they had reintroduced something or they had some speakers about some health things that was coming down the line. I met Brother Jay. And when he told me that what he was involved in, I felt real good. You know, he was he's a willing worker to help people come out of that state of mind that don't nobody care about them because they happen to be infected. And sometimes people that are infected back in the day, they was reluctant to take their medicine. They thought nobody cared about them. And we find that that kind of mindset it's turning, it's not all the way around, but it's turning around because of the work that Brother Jay's been doing. I want to thank you for that, Brother. Appreciate you. Thank you for that. I also want to just mention that I'm one of several case managers and I'm <clears throat> in the department and along with Lamar and other people in, in outreach. Um, so it's it's not just me. It's uh, me and, the, and I'm supported by management and, of course, by Federica. So the work that I do wouldn't be possible without um, not just my department, but also Lewis's department and all the other departments. We were a huge team, and I'm so grateful to be part of this team. You know what? You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't write any notes down, Jay. I didn't write any notes down, Lamar, but that seemed like that's me my neither. line. That's my line. That's my <laughs> line. He just took my line. Me but look, let right. me just say something about the coordination of the information that's being disseminated and passed out. In our community, when you folks are out there, you know about every department that's within Whittier Street's infrastructure, and you're able to tell a person exactly what they can expect 
when they go to Whittier Street. Mm-hmm. You know, and that 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 says a lot about not just the coordination, but it says a lot about the people that are sharing the information from Whittier Street. Mm-hmm. You have established yourself, folks. I want you to understand that Whittier Street is a place where you can get relief and concern and a corrected direction when it comes to your health. Now, that new gym is a great idea. That's a wonderful idea. But the health information that you've been giving out has allowed us to say, I know a place. And I know this sister for quite some time now, and she's still on the case. And that happens because the leadership, not just Frederica, I'm talking about you guys represent the leadership. You may not be getting the same money. <laughs> we talk about that later. But let me tell you something. People follow directions. People follow directions. You coming out of the penitentiary, you coming out of jail, you staying in a halfway house or whatever they want to call them, you still in jail. You don't know if you're going to get sent back. You can't go home, you know, uh, because of some prior stuff. And you can't assume the so-called returning citizens uh, monologue. You got to listen to somebody. And that man is here today, folks. What is the phone number over there, Whittier, you please? It's 617-427-1000. 617-427-1000 is a number that you can call and they can direct you to where you need to get the answers that you might have, folks. You know, it's, it's, it's hard getting help around here now. But when I was going down through Dudley and when I saw Brother Lamont and the rest of the crew, out there, the sunny days, and they could be someplace else, they was in the heat. They was out in the cold. They was out there, and they was giving out good information. And today, we got them here today to talk a little bit more about what they do. What else are you doing, Lamont? Okay. Lamont? Yeah. What else are you doing? Um, we're trying to find people housing. Trying to find people housing? Yeah. Okay. That's the main thing that we're definitely doing right now, trying to find people housing. How's that going? It's going good because um, the mayor's office is helping us, too by making sure that, you know, we keep in contact with them and let them know that if we got a group of people that need to be, you know, sent there and we know that they're doing the right thing, then they're willing to help them as quick as possible, too. Okay. All right. Now, this is the other question, Lamont. I know you knew I was going to call on you about this question. Mm-hmm. Tell us, our listening audience, about your work over at Mass and Cash. When I say your work, I'm talking about with you. Um, well, m- my work consists of down there, man. We go down there, and we usually try to get people tested for HIV. Okay. You know, anybody that walks by, man, we ask them, man, questions about do they know their status, when's the last time they've been checked on their status. And if they say they don't know, we tell them that, hey, man, you can be tested in 20 minutes, and you'll know your status. And a lot of times, man, we help them with things after, you know, like we try to give them coats or gloves mm-hmm. or, you know, gift cards or yeah, whatever, right. you know, things of that nature. Try to get in housing, giving them uh, on-the-spot uh, HIV certification. Yes. That's big. Yes. That's big. Now, look, here we are right around the corner from the jailhouse, down the street from the uh, Boston Medical Center, mm-hmm. and you're there. Yeah. And we're there when it's jam-packed. Like right now, it's cleaned up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like the way that the mayor went about 
and got the whole area cleaned up because before you couldn't even drive down the street. It was so bad with the tents and everything. You know, but it seemed like she came up with a solution to get the area cleaned up and get the people out the way, and now it's a whole lot better down there. Mm -hmm. You know, and it makes it easier for us to go down there and just try to talk to the people that's down there because now it seems like the people that are really trying to help themselves are down there. Okay. You know. The real ones are down there, you say? Yeah. Okay. You know, before they had people that was just there, the real ones, and then, you know, the in-between ones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So they they moved quite a few people out of there. They moved all of them. And then you working with housing, too. Yeah. Okay. Does that does that mean that uh, they getting treatment with the housing, too? Yeah. They scan them, you know, to make sure that, because you can't just give a person that's going through what they're going through a house and expect them to just be all right, right. and live in the housing, mm-hmm. you know, because really, truthfully, what they going to do. They got, uh, that's that's like a concept, it's not a room, it's a tomb. Yeah. Because if you ain't getting no treatment, hello? Yeah. Okay. You know, so we try to make sure that they practicing safer sex. Right. They're educating themselves. You know, they're making sure that, man, they're getting what they need. Whatever it is, if they're going to get, you know, their medication in the morning, if they're getting, you know, making sure that they're getting condoms and things that they need, and then, you know, it makes it easier for them to do what they need to do. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. How does that make you feel since you've been working and growing and helping people? How does that make you feel? It gives me a... It gives me the feeling, man, like... I wake up in the morning, I feel like I have a purpose. Okay. You know, and, and it's a better purpose than I had before. Right. Because if I can help one person, then I know that I'm doing my job. Right. You know, before, it, I, I wasn't the type of person that seemed like I cared about what was going on in my community. Okay. But now if I feel like the more I do in my community, the more I try to help, the better off I am. The better, better off, off you the, feel? Yeah. And the yeah. better off they are. Right. I believe you. Right. I believe the, you. The most rewarding thing about that is when they come back, you'll be surprised. You get people that come back and thank you. Yeah. That's a, just a heck of a feeling. Like yeah. You're yeah. doing something. Right. It touches, it touches you too, huh, brother? Remarkable. And like you said, if you save one life, you know, it's worth it all, you know. Yeah. But, well, you're really saving two lives because you're saving your life, too. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to go. I didn't want to say that. That's I thought right. one of y'all was going to say right. it, but I'll say it, you know, because I want to get over there to Jay and ask him how he's been feeling when he's helping these people. I, I got to say, this work is incredibly rewarding, and even working with all the people that I do is it's so rewarding. Whittier Street is different from most health centers that I've worked at, and I've worked at, a, at quite a few in that, Everyone who works here, we look like the community that we serve. Uh, everyone at Whittier, for the most part, we are black and brown people, and the community that we serve is black and brown people. And I think that's one of our greatest assets as a community health center. Um, when people come come here, it uh, the clients and patients, their guard is down. It's more, it's easier to access health services when you look like your provider, when you feel comfortable, when your provider understands your culture when they understand um, that you experience as a brown person, as a black person, that you're um, navigating a landscape that is intrinsically racist. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you don't have to explain that to your healthcare provider, it just makes everything easier. And all of us know that. And in my Mm -hmm. department in particular, I can speak to this. um, All of us have experience um, with either HIV, hepatitis, or with substance abuse. And so we have that lived experience. We bring that to the table. And that's why, for the most part, all of us were hired because we, we have that. Um, we, co- we have that coming into um, the fold. Mm. And uh, so it's incredibly rewarding working with people who have the, uh, the compassion and empathy to work with people who are experiencing this um, in their lives. And uh, I, I know working with Lamar, it's, it's so nice to see him. He truly understands what people are going through. Um, mm. he, there's no judgment uh, when people come into our doors 
um, about uh, when they're struggling with substances or with infections. And uh, it's it's so nice to see that in a in a health center. There's there's no stigma here. Hey, you're in the voice yeah. of Whittier Street Community Health Center. This is WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station, brought to you by Triad Veterans League and BNN Neighborhood Network News. That's who we are. And we are talking to some people that are helping people come from H-E-L-L to H-E-L-P. Because when you are in a situation and there's a lot of confusion in your life from uh, you trying to medicate yourself or, say, getting high but you're really getting low, you know, and you got to really try to put it together and you can't put it together, you don't have any place to stay, you got a habit, you got a, you got a whole lot of problems. I'm not going to go into any other of the problems that I used to have but I don't have anymore. But I know that problems can be solved. And it starts with clean thinking to stop the stinking. And we have people here today. We have a lady here today that I've been knowing over on the professional side at Whittier Street. And she's going to tell me how she feels about what she's been seeing over there for the last few years. Go ahead, Lee. Thank you. Uh, I see. I've been to Whittier more than twenty years. Uh, I would say twenty-four, mm. and I have been to Old Whittier, the Second Whittier, and the beautiful Whittier now. So, all the things we do, all the programs we talked about, comes from the good leadership. If the leadership is difficult, it wouldn't have been the way successful programs are in Whittier. So with the good leadership is the CEO, Ms. Williams. She tried tried so hard to keep, keep the programs, even sometimes when it's difficult to, to keep it and the funding is not there. So we work with, uh, mostly I work with the public housing and most of we had, you know, before we have the van, we used to have coffee hours where we Doctors or nurses or us will go and do the blood pressure, do the diabetes, uh, let, teach the community good uh, to eat healthy. Dietitian will go there. So she has been focusing more ed- uh, educational at Semden, taking care of them as uh, medical issues. So the, the, the leadership, if there is a good leadership, programs will succeed. That's why we are now in the beautiful building in the heart of Roxbury. So you know and I know where Whittier was and where is she, Whittier is today. Yeah, so, okay. And I'm very grateful that we have a good leadership that allows us, you know, to maneuver and to do our work better. Mm-hmm. And as I see my, my co-workers say that when I bring people in, they see people who look like them. They appreciate that. We have so many different, you know, the staff is very diverse. We have so many languages there, and it's much easier. You will see the person when, with a lot of problems coming to Whittier, and then will feel like at easy. Oh, yeah, I, I, I can rely on this person. I can communicate with this person because they see a mirror of them yeah. there mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. building. Right. That's good. You know what? I'm going to tell you something, everybody, and that includes our listeners out there. This is the other page radio programs brought to you by Triad Veterans League in association with the BNN Neighborhood News. And I'm really honored to be here today with people that are not just talking, but they're walking and they're doing, you know, not just for themselves, but for themselves and the community, because you heard it when I asked them the question, how do you feel about the work that you're doing? I mean, everybody was enthused with their answer, and I got to say I'm enthused too, because I know what Whittier has done. I know Frederica. I know how she went over there and talk with people at the jail and began to get people to come and get the insurance that were coming out of incarceration and other things. But let me tell you something. When you feel like everything is not going your way, everything, nothing happening right for you, and somebody come along and start the process of turning you around by doing a couple of things that you couldn't do for yourself, 
Gratitude has a way of grasping you and telling you this is help here. We're going to relieve you of some of that stress and some of that mess with a program or the programs that make up Whittier Street Community Health Center. Amen? Amen. I was, I was going to say, I, we also have the legal health services, and they meet every second uh, Thursday, second and the fourth Thursday of the month. Okay. And they can help people expunge their records and give them some Corey information, too. We forgot to mention that. Definitely want to say that uh, Corey is not my story. You know, and by that I mean that I'm not going to be held hostage to my past. And sometime in order to silence that particular past, thank you for saying it, brother, uh, we need to have some attorneys to help us out. You know, and only a fool need help and don't ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we see this, man, every day, man. I just would like to add, like, people can come to Whittier to get the flu vaccine. Uh, oh, they can come get a flu vaccine? Yes. Uh, right. You can go to uh, Wellness. It's the first floor. It's and uh, um, We can have the R. You can also have the other vaccines, R- RSV, which is a lot nowadays. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so please take care of yourselves. The community would like to come. They can call and make an appointment to get their vaccines. The, the vans, the mobile van is everywhere. Schools, and they come to the community within Roxbury, Dorchester, and Fire. And take care of yourselves because the weather is going to be bad. Yeah. And they give you the COVID vaccine at the same time, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm so glad to hear the workers talk about the work that's being done in a coordinated nature. Understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We, like, all take responsibility as a collective because we know that nobody's coming to save us, but we got to save ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, people have a way, you know, of talking about people and not doing anything, just criticizing. And it's okay to criticize if you're trying to correct something. If you're not trying to correct anything, you ain't doing them a hot breathing. <laughs> we don't need that. We need people that are out there that's committed to making the changes that we need to be a healthier community. He didn't say that they just stay in one place talking about Brother Lamont, they go everywhere, and now they got the vans to take people to places. What about the pharmacy in the community? Mm-hmm. We have the pharmacy, and the pharmacy. there is no one client will go without the medication, even if the insurance is a challenge. William will always take care of that. And also, if you need to... Uh, apply for health insurance. We have health benefit downstairs, first floor, Monday to Friday. They'll take care of that. Mm-hmm. And also, the pharmacy is well. We are delivering medication to the houses. You don't need to come all the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Your medication will be delivered in your door. Yeah. And We're moving up, everybody. You know, that they used to have that bro, I mean, a uh, Television show talking about moving on up. The Jefferson. Yeah. Well, you know, we are doing just that. But let me just, again, go back to my appreciation points. And that is to say that having some services for our veterans is very, very important. It is. And Whittier Street has been an ally of Triad Veterans League since our existence of friendship. I remember Whittier when they were down in the uh, registry building. Yeah. And the registry moved back downtown. I remember that. And I remember the various programs that were being shaped up for veterans and for people who were coming from incarceration. They didn't have that term, uh, returning citizens, because... You wasn't a citizen when you left. How can you be a citizen when you're coming back? But that's another story. Yeah. See, they went beyond the political terminology and applied some action plans. And one thing, one thing I got to say about leadership 
and we all experience moments of leadership. If you don't know, you got to ask somebody. Mm. You know, and uh, and then when you guys are out there in the street and you see something that you might not be responsible for, but you see that somebody needs to take up their responsibility, I'm willing to bet you if you say something to the leaders and they get back to Miss Williams, somebody going somebody gonna to do something. Mm. Sometimes we end up things that are not uh, related to health. Yeah. You will outreach, you reach somebody, and the problem they had is totally different. Mm-hmm. So first they would say, yes, I would like to come to the clinic, but I do have ABCD problem. Or mm-hmm. I'm new to the country. I don't know how to enroll my child to school. I don't know what to do. Then we step in. Um, so Whittier takes not only because of its health center, but it covers as much as they can and yeah. also refer to places that would, uh, you cannot say no to a person when you reach out. Yeah. You have to have to, you know, look for other solution for them. So yeah. I'm only saying that, but all of us in the table will always, you know, experience that kind of, you know, ex- experience. Situation, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no. right. Because Whittier has a van now that goes to different areas to pick people up that don't have a ride or don't want to get on the bus. Right. So now you at certain hours of the day that you could just be in certain areas where they'll just pick you up and bring you to the clinic. Okay, go ahead, Lamar. You want to tell us about that uh, evening program that you were talking about earlier? Um, the engagement center. Yeah, yeah, right, the engagement center. Thank you. Yeah, what's happening is the engagement center only can uh, accommodate a certain amount of people in the daytime, which is 25. Yeah. So what they did was they figured that more than 25 people are coming because, you know, they're having the people that uh, come in that's, you know, uh, they need rooms and shelter and stuff like that, the immigrants. So what they're doing now is they're trying to accommodate them. So they're trying to keep the engagement center open, like, until 7 o'clock at night you know, so they can still have access to TVs and phones and things of that nature. Okay. So that they can keep working on trying to find housing and work jobs and get their, you know, their uh, their card for employment. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I'm so amazed at at Whittier Street for all the things that I've witness what I see every day, and it's remarkable. It's it's like, It's remarkable, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. That's a place, you know, Lamar, getting back to, I asked you how it made you feel, and you were trying to talk about how you, when you wake up in the morning and everything. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that make you want to go to work. Yeah. Because they're helping people, man. Exactly. And you see, you look around, and you don't see people getting what we know is possible. Yeah. It's not about impossible, people. It's about possible. It's about possible. What do you say on that, Jay? I agree with everything that people are saying here. Uh, I wanted to add a couple things about what Whittier is also doing for our community in terms of uh, how we support our community. We have some peer support groups that we've been running here. Um, We have a HIV peer support group, a hepatitis peer support group, and a brand new youth LGBTQIA uh, peer support group. And these are uh, new ways that we're innovating in these spaces uh, because uh, we found that um, when people are able to meet with people who are experiencing what they're also experiencing, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's opportunity through community. So the way that these peer support groups... Excuse me one minute. Excuse me. Yes. you got to say that again. There's yeah. what? There's opportunities through community. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Go ahead on. Go ahead on, Jay. Go ahead. Absolutely. So, in for example, in our HIV peer support group, we have a mix of people who have uh, long-term uh, HIV positive uh, and then also some brand new... Uh, diagnosed HIV positive people and when you bring those people together and they can share their experience with um, diagnosis, treatment and care um, it's amazing to see how people are interacting and growing and building community and um, we see that in our HIV group, our brand new hepatitis C support group and as we're building out our LGBTQIA youth group we'd love to see um, that same community built And so in the space um, for BIPOC people, black, indigenous, people of color, where we're still seeing some um, residual stigma, 
we'd love to build community for youth, um, queer people, and just see how this um, opportunity uh, can can grow in the way that we've seen positive success for our other peer support groups. Well, one of the things that I want to say uh, regarding your narrative, Jay, is that Whittier Street has a way through you guys and the rest of the staff there of taking love of self and a learned behavior, that's what love is, and doing it with other people and not judging them because of their state of mind and what they are involved in in terms of their health. See, you can't judge anybody and uh, help them. You can look at their situation and figure out through compassion how you can help them. You have to be compassionate to work in the field that you're working in. You know, a lot of people go in there and they get real humble when they see that that could have been them. Mm -hmm. You don't never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I want to congratulate you on the learned behavior called compassion. You know, and you get it from each other. You know what's going on in that building. You guys know what departments people need to go. And that's an amazing, an amazing asset. You go over there to that hospital, and, you know, the people working there, they trying to help, but it's not coordinated. It's not coordinated. They only see the patient when the patient comes to them. They don't go out to see the patient trying to make it. You can say you went over to Mass and Cash. I bet you you can't count a hundred technicians and providers from places that have gone over there in force at one time. I don't believe so. I might be wrong. You know, I don't believe that you could find the kind of compassion that you guys bring to the streets to help people meet their health needs. I might be wrong now. No, no, you're not wrong. I might be wrong, but I don't think so. I'm betting on you guys. When I didn't see you guys, Lamont, yeah. for a little while, Y'all be moving around and everything. I say, uh oh. But then I find out you took in the work, you still too doing the work someplace else. Yeah. And people see you in different places, brother. Brother Lewis, people see you in different places and they remember your face. Yeah. All the and time. what you're doing for them. Yeah. They might not say nothing in the supermarket. You know, say, oh, they don't care about me. But we do care about them, amen. Yeah. Amen. amen. We're doing the work, man. Amen. See, we don't look for nobody to pat us on the back. We got to pat people on the back and say, come see us. Yeah. And they come. Yeah. We can't judge anybody unless we judge ourselves. We're going to come up short on that because we ain't going to know ourselves. Real talk. You know, this has been a real good conversation, everybody. But like all good conversations, we got to wrap it up, right? I'm still in. I know, but I got to say again, I want to thank you each and every one of you and all the people from Whittier that are not here but are out there doing something. You know, when I see the vans and the, uh, uh, over there on Blue Hill Avenue next to where you pay your telephone bill, mm -hmm. and then I went down there on Tremont Street down there to get me a sandwich, and I said, oh, they opened up something down there too. Yeah, that's the one... Where you pay your uh, telephone bill? Telephone bill is the satellite one that we have over there. Yeah, it's a pharmacy there too, ain't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know that if if Whittier got a pharmacy, some of them other pharmacies are uh, they they yeah uh, they uh uh we ain't gonna go there we can go to Whittier yeah mm -hmm. and and that could not have happened without you guys. I want you to keep that in mind now, man. All right? Every advancement that William makes is because of your leadership when you go out to represent William. Thank you. Thank you. 
Very much. Right? And when you he go gives. out there and you be providing help, man, when you be providing information to people to help themselves and their families, and now they got a food bank and a basketball. I got to keep saying about the basketball. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's understanding what life is all about. We yeah. even have a coke drive coming yeah. out, too. So. Did you say coke drive? Yes, yeah. sir. Coke, hat, and gloves. But you didn't mention the Every Christmas year. event that's coming up this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say now. <laughs> okay, you can say it. Go ahead. Yeah, we will be having a senior lunching on uh, Christmas. Uh, will be it will be for it will be the eighth uh, December, twelve to two, and. It will be beautiful. It, yeah. We have been doing that for a long time. This yeah. Friday coming up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, look here. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You don't need to tell me but one time. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are veterans here. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm a, I'm a strong advocate of Whittier Street because it does something for my spirit. And you guys made me a real good provider today of information. And I want to let you know that we have an open invitation to you, extended. And uh, we're going to come back and talk more the next time about Veteran Sun's Sunrise program. And we thank you for allowing us to be here and to spread this information to the community. Yeah, we're so proud of you, Lamar. You know I'm proud. Hey. <laughs> I know the monster, he was a little boy. <laughs> I know his mama too, man. I'm his sister. I know him, man. Thank you. I know man. his family, man. We appreciate you guys, man. I tried, man. That's yeah, all I can do yeah, is I'm try. Proud of you, man. Everybody, thank you so much for thank coming you, in. Man. We're gonna uh I don't know what happened to our music, but we're gonna just close it down, okay? But a prayer say God bless everybody. Thank and you. thank you so much for bless, coming bless. in. And we're looking forward to you another time. Have a happy Kwanzaa and uh, other holidays, okay? You too. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Okay, thank you.